Today is Monday, November 9th. This is TDAD Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. For today's headlines, New Elk Mine is slated to begin premium coke coal production next summer and in the state more Coloradans than ever voted this year, and the state's turnout ranks in the top five nationwide. In the galaxy, scientists have found a planet with oceans of lava that rains rocks and has wind gusts faster than the speed of sound, so stay tuned. Today's show is sponsored by the Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad presenting their Deck the Halls Business Spirit Decorating Competition. Downtown businesses can compete for six $1,000 prizes and all who vote on their favorite will be entered into a drawing. Visit the Trinidad Historic Main Street Facebook page to learn more and vote for your favorite decorated Trinidad businesses as we get closer to the holidays. All right, let's check in with the weather. A gusty day today in Trinidad with winds in some places climbing up to 40 miles per hour and highs in the mid-50s. Tonight will drop to lows in the mid-20s. For Tuesday, those winds die down a bit with sunny skies and temps again in the mid-50s. Now, here's the news. At the regular Trinidad City Council meeting on Wednesday, November 4th, CEO and Chairman of Allegiance Cole Mark Gray joined the meeting from the Denver airport where he gave an update as to where the company currently stands with the New Elk Mine. Allegiance Coal is an Australian-based company with a keen interest in getting this area back into premium coal production. As of last week, Allegiance completed the acquisition of the New Elk Mine, and Gray explained that based on feasibility studies and optimization studies the company undertook last year, getting it up and running again looked very promising despite perceived difficulties. Gray said he expects that run properly, the mine will be able to withstand the volatility of prices and avoid the boom and bust patterns often seen in extraction industries. He also expressed that they plan to have 350 full-time jobs at peak production with another 150 or more in contracted services. He also explained that if you take into consideration a spouse and one or two children for every one of those workers, population growth over the next three years could be something to the tune of 2,000 people. In addition to housing and infrastructure concerns with such an influx, Gray said they would also be trucking their coal for the first two years of operations at the mine, meaning Highway 12 will be getting quite a bit of truck traffic which would need to be addressed. Beginning in the first quarter of next year, Gray said they would be refurbishing the old mine and equipment as well as doing an upgrade on the wash plant. Workforces will begin to arrive in March and April, and renovations are broken up into two phases, allowing for infrastructure to be ready for the coming influx. Phase 1, considered the pre-rail phase, during which the coal will be trucked to the Janssen loadout, will involve a workforce of 40 mine workers and operators in 10 fixed overhead salary positions. The target date for that, according to Gray, is June or July of 2021. This would produce around 35,000 metric tons per month of coal. Six months following that, they would begin to introduce another 40 mine operators and increase production to around 70,000 metric tons, where they'll stay until the railway track is relayed and up and running again. Following the track being completed, the mine would once again ramp up production until they reach their target production of about 2.5 million tons, bringing the workforce up to around 350 full-time workers. With housing being the ultimate critical issue to tackle moving forward, council offered their assistance and support at the meeting with helping however they could to continue to push for more development in order to be ready for the company's inevitable growth. 
Happening in the state, empowered by mail ballots and energized by the nation's polarized political climate, more Coloradans voted this year than ever before in the state's history, Colorado Sun reported on Friday. More than 3.3 million ballots had been processed by the state election officials through last Thursday, and the tally is expected to grow as remaining ballots are processed and counted. That represents 78% of registered voters. In 2016, 2.9 billion voters cast ballots, or 74% of those registered according state figures. Colorado's population has boomed in recent years, though, which allowed the state to top three million votes for the first time. But most significantly, the turnout hit 77% of the voting eligible population, up from 72% in 2016, according to the nonpartisan U.S. Elections Project at the University of Florida. This year's number is the highest rate since tracking started in 2000. Preliminary numbers show just three states had a higher turnout rate than Colorado, Iowa, Maine, and Minnesota. Maine and Minnesota tied at 79.2%, the project found. Shifting our gaze off-planet, scientists have found a planet where it rains rocks, the winds whip faster than the speed of sound, and there is an ocean of magma more than 100 kilometers deep. Researchers have found extreme lava planets before. They are worlds so close to their host star that the surface is made of oceans of molten lava. But the newly analyzed planet known as K2141b is unusual even among those extreme worlds. Its surface, ocean, and atmosphere are all made up of rocks, which fall like rain and melt into its huge seas. Two-thirds of the planet is stuck in perpetual blazing daylight from the orange dwarf star that K2141b orbits around because it's so close to its sun with years that last less than a third of a day on Earth. It is locked in place gravitationally, meaning the same side of the planet always faces its star. On the dark side, temperatures are less than 200 degrees Celsius. On the other side, the daylight side, it's about 3,000 degrees Celsius, hot enough to vaporize rocks into thin atmosphere. It's that atmosphere that undergoes precipitation, working on similar principles to rainfall on Earth, just as water evaporates into the atmosphere and then falls back down as rain before beginning again. So does the sodium, silicon monoxide, and silicon dioxide on K2141b, with the rocky atmosphere being pulled across to the night side by supersonic winds and allow it to drop back down to the surface. All right, it's time to check out upcoming events this week. And this upcoming Thursday, join Mount Carmel online for their virtual holiday cooking class at 4 p.m. To join, visit their Facebook page or their website, mountcarmelcenter.org. That's mtcarmelcenter.org. Additionally, if you know of any upcoming events you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout out here at TDAD Radio on our Facebook page or give us a call at 719-846-3311. For a deeper look into what's happening today in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. Another shout out to our sponsors, Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad, presenting their Deck the Halls Christmas Decor Contest. Be sure to check out their Facebook page and cast your vote for your fave. That'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Cameron Wayne. Have a great rest of your day. This is Chronicle News Media.